Welcome back to Project Life's Running Blind series. Today, Fox discusses overcoming negative thoughts and transforming your mind. Welcome back to Fox Podcast Series 2. I want to thank all my listeners for tuning in as I humbly appreciate your uh, blessings and your assistance and your support. It means the world to us that you're tuning in. Please feel free to leave your comments on Twitter. You can find us on our website at ncprojectlife.weebly.com. Your opinion matters. Please tell us what you think. If there's a topic that you feel we should touch on, if there's a resource that you may be looking for, please tell us and let us know that you're out there listening. Please stay tuned and expect the book from Series 1, The Abused Adolescent. Hopefully that book will be out by September of this year, 2018. You can find that on Amazon. Uh, Look forward to some conferences that will be coming up next summer. We just really want your support. So listeners, we're asking that you pass the word. Tell everybody about NC Project Life. Hope any and everything that I say is of assistance and a benefit to you or a loved one to you, maybe a family or a friend. And I want to thank you again for tuning in. I had the worst, weakest moment of my life. One day I woke up and I realized that I was a young 19-year-old girl with three children. I was on welfare and I had a seventh grade education. I was constantly moving from place to place, never keeping anything steady. I decided I wasn't the best choice. For my children and I gave them to a family member. Shortly after I ended up meeting a guy and got pregnant again at age 20. Now I'm about to be a mother of four children. I learned later that the child I was having was a boy. After having my son He brought a whole new perspective of life to me. He taught me how to be a woman, how to be a mother. He was my second chance that I needed to understand what I didn't know, what I didn't want was for history repeat itself and for me to be that same neglectful parent that my mother was. Now listeners, I want to tell you something about second chances. God is a God of second chances. By this time, I had made so many mistakes, I could not even count them anymore. But I learned that God We'll forgive as long as our hearts stay pure. Matthew 18.22 As then Peter came up and said unto him, Lord, how often will my brother sin against me and I forgive him? 
And the Lord said, as many times, as many as seven times, Jesus said unto him, I do not say to you seven times, but seventy times seven. If God expects us to forgive that often, how often do you think he'll forgive you when you mess up and when you fall short? Here's the difference. He's not talking about constantly asking for forgiveness for these same things with the intent of knowing that you never plan on changing. He's talking about asking for forgiveness for an issue that you endured with the expectation that you're going to change. That's why he said, turn away from your sins and sin no more. So that means when you ask for forgiveness, have it in your heart that this is something I really don't want to do. At this moment, the things that I was going through with my children, I was not happy with the fact that I wasn't the best mom that I could be. I was not happy and comfortable with my life knowing that I was so ignorant and so oblivious and so neglectful and the habits that I had learned from my mother's behavior, I did not want to pass them on to my children. So I had to struggle to make some changes. Listeners, I want to tell you something. Sometimes you may find yourself with a habit or an issue that you keep repeating. It's not that you're repeating it as if you purposely intend to constantly do it again. If you're repeating it because you're trying to change, but you're just not strong in that area yet, you're making a conscientious effort to change. That means every day you do it less and less until it's no longer. That's a change. I'm not talking about every day where you're doing it the same or even more and more. So I want you to think about something that you may have in your life that you really don't like and you want to make that change. Every day, be conscious about it and do it less and less. So that day comes where you're not doing it anymore. And those are the type of changes that I struggle with making. So I began to work on my parenting skills for my girls and I became a strong mom for my son. It took some time, but over the course of some years, I became a great mother. I found a job. I became stable in the workforce. I started and, and, and became more stable in keeping a roof over my children's head. I want to tell you about allowing our emotions to control us is not godly. When you allow your emotions to control you, that is highly unseemly. You have to deny our, your emotions. Let me give you an example. If you're at work and your boss says something to you that makes you angry, are you going to react? No, you're not, because you don't want to lose your job. So if you can control your emotions in that sense, you can control your emotions in every other aspect of life. 
Don't say I'm just keeping it real. That is the worst statement that our youth today could make. I just got to keep it real. No, that's not keeping it real. That's out of control. Because you just using that statement to say what you want to say. As opposed to controlling your tongue and keeping your emotions in check. We should thank God for our ability to feel emotions and to steward our emotions. Be a steward of your emotions. You are in control. You decide. And I'm not saying you decide how you feel or what you feel. But you decide what action comes after the feeling. That's why the Bible says, be ye angry but sin not. He's not upset at the fact that you feel something. He's upset that you reacted from the feeling. That's the part that we have to be in control of. The way to manage our emotions is to grow in our walk with God. You have to grow in the area. You have to pinpoint what issue you have. And as I stated earlier, every day, do it less and less. In my younger day, I used to give people a piece of my mind as people would say, keeping it real. And that was getting me nowhere. It was making me feel like I could say what I want to say. It was making me burn bridges. We have to learn how to use some exercise and self-control. And it wasn't until I learned that that I began to get further in life. Young people lose that statement, keeping it real. Who are you keeping it real with? You are the person. Because if you're trying to keep it real with you, baby, you already know what is and what isn't. You don't have to expound on that. I've learned to replace keeping it real with I don't have to answer my critics and my haters. Just because someone invites me to a negative party don't mean I have to accept the invitation. And we have to replace that with that part. are transformed through the renewing of our minds, meaning you have to change the way you think. You're going to have people tempt you in every manner, trying to get you to come off your throne, trying to get you to come down to their level. You have to change the way you think. Think differently. And in this instance, when I was struggling with my parenthood, I had to differently. I couldn't think like my mother and the things that I had seen. Keeping it real with your kids, sitting up drinking with your kids, sitting up smoking with your kids. No, I couldn't think like that. I had to think in a different transformed manner because I wanted to be different. One who produces and uses self-control is a productive person. You're more productive when you use self-control. After this happened, after I became stable and after I realized that I can pay a bill, I can keep my rent paid, I can keep a job, I started dating a guy, older guy. I believe I was maybe 20, 21, 
and I believe he was almost 50, older guy. And he wanted to play mind games because he thought that I was a young, oblivious, unintelligent young lady. Let me stop right there and tell you guys something. Just because you're unwise and just because you lack some knowledge will make you stupid. Okay? And just because a man wants to gain something from you, women, ladies, talking to the ladies, gain something from you, they will try to use the advantage of their age. And it's this instance, in this instance, that's what this guy was doing. And so him and I had gotten into an argument. And he told me that I could not pass the GED test. Now, what did he tell me that for? I had a determination. That was another gift God gave me other than thinking. He placed a determination down in the bottom of my belly that was firm like none other when I really wanted to get something done. And the one thing that I couldn't stand was someone telling me that I couldn't do something. Because the minute you tell me I could do it, I had to prove that I could. And he told me that I could not pass the GED test. And that was the best challenge of my life. Because what did I do? I went and took the GED test. And what happened? I ended up passing. I'm sharing this with you because I want my young people, my young guys and my young ladies, I want you to know that if you make your mind up, transform your mind, make it up, see a dream, see a vision, see a goal, and keep seeing it and work towards that baby step. Make your mind up that you're going to get to the finish line of that goal. You can do anything you want to do. And I saw myself taking that GED test. I saw myself handing them my certificate telling me I passed. And I took baby steps to get there. And because he told me I could not do it, I went and took that test. And sure enough, I passed that test. I want to share with you a lesson. When you are accustomed to behaving in a certain manner and you want to break negative cycles of your pain, you have to first change the way you think. Everything starts with the way you view it. If you see it as great, it'll turn out that way. Think about it as driving. When you're driving your car, you have to stay focused and keep looking ahead because that's the direction in which you're going. If you're on a road that goes straight and ahead of you, and you turn your head, where you turn your head is where that car is going to go. So you have to think about this in the same manner of your goals. Think about your goals as your destinated direction. And you're trying to get to a certain place. And you have to keep your mind stayed on that place. You can't turn your head and get distracted to the left and to the right. Or you'll turn around and crash and lose your place. Ladies and gentlemen, I need you, please, to do me a favor. I challenge you today to make your mind up that you're going to take positive, that you're going to have a goal in your life, and you're going to choose that goal and take baby steps and stay focused. 
Think about that goal day and night and do some steps and things that's going to get you to that goal. Even if you inched your way to that goal, I guarantee you, you're going to be successful. If your mind thinks positive, then your actions will be positive. This is Fox. Finally overcome negative thoughts. I hope any and everything I said to you will be of a benefit today. And please continue to tune in. And don't forget the series of uh, series one book, Abuse Adolescence, will be available hopefully by September. And you'll find that on Amazon. If you're looking for us in any manner, please visit our website at ncprojectlife.weebly.com. You can find us on Twitter. You can find us on CastBox. Subscribe to our podcast. Be a dedicated member. We need you. We need to know that you're out there listening. I want to thank you again. And until next time. Thank you for tuning in to our podcast. You can find us at ncprojectlife.weebly.com and on Twitter, ncprojectlife. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast at Freaker, SoundCloud, and CastBox. If you're interested in booking us for speaking engagements, please contact us at ncprojectlife at gmail.com. The book for the narrative series will be available soon on Amazon.